see, I, I think I'm offering the insightful commentary and the humor. So what am I here for? The color? They've been the all day, but so it's fun. They have each other's bags, and today is finally done. In a world setting in a Georgia town. On a show about libraries and visual sound. In the stacks of libraries, where it always starts. The stacks so much more than either of them thought. It's Thursday for mayhem, it's Thursday for fun. In the stacks with Barry and the Goya, it's second to none. Well, it's about time. Look, Massa, slavery has been abolished. So, I am early. Are you good? You're not actually early, considering I told you 20 minutes ago I was waiting on Yeah, but I know what time we're supposed to record. And, and, you, know, and you know that to be on time means you should be Well, I'm still early. I'm 20 minutes on, early. To be on time is to be late. Whatever. And I'm not late. I'm on time. Yeah, that means you're late. You don't, you don't understand. To Whatever. Is to be on time. That shows that you care and you're passionate and you want to make sure that you were there in plenty of time in case there is a situation. I am 20 minutes before our, our you know, agreed upon time to record. And so you're telling me that. So important that you made me wait 20 minutes. I'm watching that show that I told you about. That is so amazing. It's freaking hilarious. This episode, they were talking about prostitutes, pubes, clitoris, all sorts of really cool stuff. It was hilarious. There is a young person in the room. I'm sorry, Barry, um, but, you know, you're old (laughs) enough to know this stuff. (laughs) Oh, Uh, my gosh. (laughs) So, welcome to another fantabulous episode of In the Stacks with Barry. LaToya. And (laughs) T'Challa's already making a list of things to ask me about. Ask yes. you about? Okay, all right. Because we know how T'Challa really feels about me. So, okay, I'll draw, I'll I get draw it. a diagram of the clitoris soon. Okay, yeah. all right. <laughs> <laughs> so for those who are, are curious, I, I started watching a show. I don't know. I don't even really realize, remember how I fell on it. I, it was just one of those suggestions. It's called I'm Sorry. It was a show that came on True TV um, in 2018 and 2019, and it is just, I mean, it's just hilarious. Some of the executive producers include, like, Will Ferrell and Andy Samberg. Um, it's, it's just hilarious. Um, it is definitely not a show you want to watch with, like, your parents or your children, necessarily. Um, but the premise is there's, she's a comedy writer. Uh, she is married and has a child who's like five, six, and she she is never off. So I mean, like she the the types of conversations that she has and her quips and all that. I mean, it's like like I told you. I mean, that's like life goals. I want to be her when I'm when I'm older. So yeah. when I grow up, it is awesome. I I mean, I dare you to watch the first episode and not tell me you love it. Because she has a writing partner who, who played, I forgot the name of his character on Good Place. He was like the really dumb, um, like, he was, Janet created him or whatever. And what is he, like oh, Todd yeah. or something? He's yeah. on this show too. So he is the main character's writing partner. And the conversations they have, I'm like, I, I just like immediately thought about you. Because I was like, the their back and forth banter is is mm. like to die for. It's it's great. 
but again, not really appropriate for the general audience. <laughs> well, I'll have to at least the first episode. Yes, it is on Netflix. So, so definitely check it out. And yeah, I've been watching a lot of TV lately. Um, you know, Kay was here for a week and a half, actually. And during that time, I fell back into watching television like crazy. So I've been um, just, yeah, a lot of TV watching. So what's been going on with you? I've been watching the uh, the new season of Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah, I keep seeing them pushing it. Like, I know it's ranked in the top uh, for Netflix, but I, I think we've talked about this before. Like, I've seen them in the past, but I, do, I, I need an ending. I, I can't do the whole, oh, you know, we need help finding, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, I want, my story needs to be kind of like a Dateline guide type of thing you know yeah, and you know my mom's been watching them with me and she that's her feeling she's always unhappy at the end of each yeah week. exactly and you so know I'm like I, I love the show except for that one piece of it <laughs> yeah. well, I prefer you know when they've solved it but some of them are still just kind of interesting you know oh yeah, yeah I don't doubt it like I said I mean it's a good show I just need that conclusion I, I gotta have something you know, even if it's to say, okay, the trial is happening on X date or whatever, it, you know, I need something. Right. And when it first started, you know, I was like, well, how are they going to do it? You know, since the old host is dead, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, the new series, it doesn't have a host. Okay. Okay. It's, it's one of those newfangled ones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the only um, tip of the hat to the old host is that, of course, it has the same theme song. Mm -hmm. At the very last moment on the credits, you see obviously which is like almost his silhouette oh okay okay That's the only time they mention him but um so i've been watching that uh i watched a whole bunch of movies this past week oh really what have you watched i mean nothing you'd be interested in uh since it's halloween i've been watching tons wow. of related stuff and horror movies and stuff yeah uh, definitely what i'm not interested in i did watch the second babysitter movie um on netflix um which stars one of my new favorite actresses um samara weaving um who was incredible in um you know ready or not and uh it's funny because i had seen the babysitter before i saw ready or not and i didn't recognize her it wasn't until i was re-watching the babysitter i was like god something about her face something about the expression she makes i've seen her before so you said her name is Sam samara Weaving. Weaving. Have you not seen Ready or Not? Um, no. God. What? Everybody. Why do you freaking act like you don't know me? Like, seriously? Did you hear what T'Challa was saying? Watch it. Yes. It's one of the best movies of our time. Oh my gosh. It was definitely but one of the top two or three movies I saw in all of 2019. And I've watched it now maybe six or seven times because everybody I know, when they come over, I'm like, you haven't seen this movie? You gotta watch this movie. <laughs> And they watch it and they're like, all right, that's a real good movie, you know. Um, but yeah, Samara Weaving, she's also in the new Bill and Ted movie. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Um, but so you saw The Babysitter Killer Queen. Yeah, I watched that one. That was the second one. Okay. That this week. Um, and uh, it was as, I wouldn't say it's as good as the first one. It definitely feels like a sequel um some things they, they do okay it's like okay they wouldn't have done this if this was not a sequel mm -hmm. um but having said that um i still really liked it um there were some some real fun parts to it and 
uh, you know, it's worth watching, especially if you love the first one. Well, I will think about watching Ready or Not, because, I mean, I remember when there all the trailers were out for it and stuff, you know, back in the glory days of being able to go to the movie theater. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, th- this is not my genre at all. So I'll have to watch it during the daytime with the wind, with my blinds open. I don't think it, to me, to me, it's not scary at all. So it's more thriller than horror. It's a thriller, but it's a thriller comedy because um, even when people are getting, you know, like shot through the eyeball and stuff, I mean, it's hilarious. Yeah, it's not really scary. No, it's not scary. Everybody I know who's seen it, I mean, you're, I, you're I, laughing I too hard know, to be scared. I don't know why. No, I wouldn't call it horror. I mean, it's like a thriller, but it's it's scary. Well, that's what they, I mean, when I Googled it, it calls it a horror thr- thriller, but I'm guessing because of the blood and the gore or whatever. Yeah. Um, but okay, though, I'll, uh, it does say it has a 6.8, a 6.8 out of 10 on IMDb, 88% on Rotten Tomatoes, and 88% on Google users. So. Yeah, IMDb always seems really low for some reason. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Because I do, I do um, rate stuff on IMDb. Um, you know, not a... IMDb ratings to be very pretentious for some reason. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if yeah. you say so. So what else have you been watching? Um, so um, we finished watching The Boys. Uh, okay, good. We watching a new series called Utopia. Which is hilarious. Kenrick started watching it. And he was like, he's like, have you heard of Utopia? I said, what are you talking about? He's like, I think it's an HBO series. I said, well, that's Euphoria, but I've not heard of Utopia. So he watched some of Utopia, and then we ended up sitting down and watching all of Euphoria. So far, uh, T'Challa really likes it. And I'm kind of like, I like it, but I don't know where they're going. What's the premise of the... the I mean, is it so, about a utopia? No, there was this comic book called Utopia, or actually it was called Dystopia. Yeah, yeah. It was called Dystopia that was published in 2013. And it was a story about this young black girl who was kidnapped and who eventually escapes from this like sadist who wears like a bunny head. Okay. And but in the story itself, there's this whole online conspiracy about it because people believe that it predicted um, a number of like pandemics and other events that happened from 2013 to like 2020. Okay. And supposedly everybody's been waiting for the sequel to come out and it hasn't come out until finally somebody finds some original pages of the sequel, which is called Utopia. Mm-hmm. It, um, so the folks who find them, sell them and then these other folks show up and they start killing everybody who's seen the pages and characters are then rescued by an uh like young black woman who it turns out is the young black girl from dystopia who was kidnapped well i think so the character the person who plays i guess that character which is jessica hyde her name is sasha lane I'm okay. guessing. Well, I think I may watch this simply because I mean, it's cool that John Cusack is in this, but yeah. I've had this like long time crush on this relatively unknown actor. Um, he His name is Dan Bird and he plays Ian Ackerman on the show. 
yeah. Um, right. Yeah, I, I love him. Like, he's been in some just, like, he's known for being in um, a Cinderella story. Um, he was in Cougar Town and Easy A. He was recently on, I think, an episode of, um, what is the Good Doctor? But I've just, he, he just pops up in different things every now and then because, again, he's not hugely mainstream. And I have really enjoyed everything he's ever done that I've seen. So, mm. um, yeah, I'll add it to my list right now. And then, so you said you finished it or you're watching it? No, we're only two episodes in. It's an eight-episode season. Okay, all right. And, uh, then well, I- it's saying, though, and you do say it, it, you, uh, IMDb score stuff lo- low. It's a 6.7 on IMDb, but Rotten Tomatoes has given it 52%. I, I could see where a lot of people wouldn't like it because it's it's weird it's weird. um it's so is it weird like legion weird or weirder i think it's weirder than legion oof jeez well, yeah. yeah okay legion was trippy, but it made sense in the context of the trippiness i guess because i think i never even finished legion i think i only watched the first season or something and i was just like yeah this, this shit is just crazy i, I can't um, um, I'm still watching 911. I'm like two episodes away from finishing season three. Cool. Okay. Um, I've been watching the X Files. <laughs> You'll don't I'm get that, but okay. One, but I don't know. My feelings about the X Files is like every every third or fourth episode, I'll go, okay, that's a good episode. And then we like three episodes in the middle where honestly, I'll like notice halfway through the episode that I haven't been paying attention. Got it. So you're still not a David Duchovny fan. Well, he's I, awful. Yeah. <laughs> he's a terrible actor. Yeah, um, I've, I don't think I've ever seen anything that I, I liked him in. So <laughs> I think my feelings about the X Files is that sometimes the the story that they're investigating, I'm mm-hmm. in, but on the episodes where it's like they're investigating something I don't care about, I don't care about the entire episode because I really don't care about the characters. Okay. So it's like, for me, it's like plot dependent as to whether or not I'm going to be into it. Mm, okay. So if they're like, you know, hunting down Bigfoot or something, it's like, okay, I kind of into Bigfoot, right? I'll look for mm, Of course. Like, yeah. But then, if, yeah, of course, you, I know. You, <laughs> 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 into you, right? Right. But, but then, uh, you know, if they're like in, investigating I don't know, another epi- one of the 15 episodes so far about aliens, you know, shining lights over people's houses. I'm like, okay. Well, I mean, it was a huge hit when it, when it was out. You know, I remember that. I was just like, you were either in that camp or you weren't. And I definitely wasn't in an X-Files camp. So, um, hmm. It's just interesting that you would choose to, to watch it now. <laughs> Well, I'm thinking, you know, what I'd like to do is watch enough of it to feel like I could read some of the X-Files novels. I oh, okay, okay. Or because I wouldn't be distracted by the acting. Well, that, I mean, generally speaking, novels would be better than what you see on the TV, so. Yeah. Hmm, okay, all right. Mostly just hanging around, but I really haven't gotten up to anything interesting recently. Anything you've been watching? Nothing new. So, um, Gotham, or have you stopped? Um, I, I kind of stopped. I'm taking a break on Gotham for the time being. It's very, mm-hmm. It is very dark, yeah. I, 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 have, I have to take breaks from it. Mm. 
Yeah, when we were going through the boys, uh, we would usually watch like two episodes, and then uh, T'Challa's like, "Now nah, I got to go, you know, wash my, my eyes." <laughs> yeah, well, uh, Kay and I have agreed that I'm like, I think we, I forgot what we saw like right after it. I was like, you know, yeah, um, the boys really does desensitize you to just about anything else. Um, nothing qu- is usually quite as gory as you know how they kill people in that show. So, so, um, yeah, yeah, I don't know how I really feel about that, but I mean, it was a great watch. I certainly am looking forward to the next season. Um, so I've been watching, uh, we got caught up on last week tonight. I think I have to watch maybe last week's episode. I don't know if there was one out. Um, so I also watched the series, the private lives of the tutors. Cause you know, I like that historical stuff, anything British. I'm, I'm really cool about that uh euphoria i told you i watched all of it and i watched this net the series on netflix of course it was dubbed um someone has to die just because it was a period piece and yeah um when i read the reviews while i was watching it i i have to agree with them that it was like it was one of those where it had really good actors but the storyline was crap so Mm. it was just very weak so um so yeah, um, that one, I think it was made in Spain. And then I found this series um, called Girl Boss, which I really liked. It was only on for one season. Uh, one of the executive producers was Charlize Theron. Um, and I suggested it to um, Gwen because it's it's kind of like awkward, but to me it's cooler. It's a 20-something-year-old back in the advent of eBay and all that kind of stuff, and people were still using MySpace and flip phones. It was it was hilarious. I think it, it was made in 2012, but it was like set in 20, 2007 or something. Um, so that was really cool. I've watched quite a bit of Real Sports with Bryant Gumbel. <laughs> um, and then let's see i watched yesterday i watched the entire series of crashing which is a british show about so it was six episodes and it was about i i just i was trying to explain it to Kay, and i was like this must be a british thing but like people who you can become a guard guardian or like property guardian and so in this particular case they were living in uh like a decommissioned hospital and so you're allowed to, and apparently it's a thing, but you can, you can, um, you can get the permission of like the government or whatever to have and inhabit these places until they decide what they're going to do with them. So you do pay a little bit, you know, equivalent to, I guess, you know, not quite so much in rent, but it's a place for you to go and it keeps squatters out because in a sense you're paying to live in this dilapidated. Anyway, it was, it was cool. Again, it was just six episodes, and you know I love the Brits. And then after that, I stumbled into watching I'm Sorry. And so as soon as I got up this morning, or I guess it was this afternoon, because, you know, I really don't do mornings. I got up, I ordered some Taco Bell, and then was watching I'm Sorry. So it was cool. And then you bugged me, telling me, oh, are we doing the show? And I was like, oh, man, bitch, please. I'm watching TV. So, you know, there was that, too. So, um, a couple different things. Mm-hmm. First of all, um, I, in addition to all of our, our TV viewings and stuff, right, I listen to music. I uh, listen to music. Yeah, so, you know, I, I, the new Struts album came out. <laughs> okay. One of your new um, favorites, yes. Yeah. Did you ever listen to the, the song I sent you where they covered the, the Spice Girls? No, I totally forgot after the show. 
Fuck you. You. Uh, Jesus. You know. Okay, I will. I will watch it. I ask a little of you. You know. Anyway, uh, to record the new album, they uh, they decided that since with all the craziness going on, they didn't want to go in a studio. So found a house, and all the band members moved in together. Okay. They've lived there for like three, four months, right? <laughs> recording music and everything in the house. Mm-hmm. The reason why they've been releasing so many covers online is because, you know, they're just sitting around all day and sometimes they just play songs, you know, they like. So, you know, the, the Spice Girls video thing that I sent you, which you mm-hmm. Look, you just need to send it to me again so that it's the last text. And that way when we're done talking, I can get you off my back and just watch the stupid thing. So whatever. And Continue. Anyway, so the new album's very good. It's got some uh, great stuff on it. They they re- have a cover on it of a Kiss song that I really like. Okay. Called uh, "Do You Love Me," and uh, and I have to admit it's not as good as the the original Kiss version. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still fun. Um, and I've uh, the past few days I've been listening a lot to this group called called Ghost. Um, I've never heard of off band. Um, yeah, would you know? Yeah, the the lead singer dresses like some sort of satanic pope and he's okay. papa, papa emeritus oh, okay and everybody else in the band they all dress identically in black with like horned masks and stuff and they're all known as the nameless ghouls right? why do i get like this Mar- marilyn manson kind of feel from that but okay i, I love marilyn manson in the 90s yeah i'm sure you did <laughs> yeah, Ghost, um, the funny thing about ghost is i've seen pictures of them and and i assumed they would be really, really dark, heavy music. Mm-hmm. But the funny thing is, even though people call them, um, you know, goth metal and doom metal and black metal, uh, to me, they sound more like, musically, they sound more like My Chemical Romance. Okay. All right. I do like My Chemical Romance. I do, too. You know, the music's kind of kind of emo pop, mm-hmm. <laughs> which... It's kind of weird. It's kind of like, you know, look, when I was a little kid, um, I was like six years old when Kiss like hit it big. Mm-hmm. Right? And I remember like the kid next door would blast Kiss really loud. And he had posters on his wall and all this stuff. And I was scared of Kiss. Right. And I remember Kiss being like really heavy. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is when I listen to Kiss now, I'm like, God, this is like, it's kind of like soft pop. Really. Right, right. You know. And I mean, they dressed scary, but I mean, if you actually listen to the music, it's like, no, nah, this, this is just pop shit, right? They're, <laughs> they're dressing up scary just as, you know, the gimmick, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it, that's the thing, same thing with ghosts. Because you look at them and you're like, oh, Jesus, you know, they're going to be singing about something awful. And instead, you know, they're like singing songs about, you know, I don't know, love. <laughs> you know? Um, so I've been listening to them the past few days um and the struts album like i said highly recommended and of course i'm still listening to the new um black pink stuff okay Although i still I- need to watch the the freaking documentary yes i watched the documentary of course we talked about that last week i think i know but i i forgot that i still haven't seen it i was still i was going down the rabbit hole of dan bird and um so even though he was born in 1985 i'm i'm gonna forgive him on that he was born in chicago but he was raised in marietta georgia so that's Ooh. really cool. He currently lives in Brooklyn, so that's cool too. I mean, I'd never moved back to New York, even though I was born there in Brooklyn. But anyway, 
So I also watched, and I don't know, I can't remember if you've seen it or what, but The Social Dilemma, the documentary on Netflix. Uh, I thought about it, and then I, I read a really negative review. You should watch it. I told my mom, I said, okay, it's, it, they, they mix in, like, all these former executives of, like, Google and Twitter and Facebook and all that stuff. Um, it is it's it's like a documentary mixed with kind of like a, a movie within it anyway um it's it can be a little bit dry for some people so like i don't even actually think my mom will watch it but i walked away from it like yeah I, i'm i'm pretty okay with not being on social media um i found it very interesting very i mean it the conversations and the questions they bring up it's like holy crap you know it just it's like yeah why hasn't anyone thought about it um it they were like at, toward the end they talked about in some of these cases where um with these former executives they're like yeah they don't let their children they're, they're like yeah they don't use social media period um one person said you know he feels like maybe kids shouldn't be on social media until they're 16 because they also come up with some of the science in terms of how since the advent, the big advent of, of this stuff becoming mainstream kind of in like uh, in 2011, the, the um, suicide rate, the depression, all of that. I mean, again, I found it extremely interesting and it made me really like afterwards stop and think about some stuff. Um, so I would encourage you to watch it because I'm very curious considering how much you're, you know, you're on Facebook and all that stuff. I am curious to see what your thoughts would be around it okay. um so that's your homework you have to watch it and tell me what you think so um i texted you that video link again yeah thank you i did see that okay and i went in and i sent you in facebook messenger because i'm on the laptop uh a picture of ghost uh, okay yeah i just saw it pop up on my watch notice that you still have not viewed the stuff I sent you from way back on September the 18th. Because I told you I am on break from Facebook. September 18th. Look, I told you, why do you, like I said, why do you act surprised when I act in the way that you know I'm going to act? <laughs> you know, we've been friends for how long? No, so you should totally not be like pissed or anything by this. You'd be like, oh, haha, ha, that's Latoya. I'm just pointing out that if you send me something, right? Mm-hmm. I'll at least look at it. Yeah, but, but that's because you're addicted to like, oh, I got to check my phone. I got to be on Facebook. I'm no, like, no. I'm over it. Oh, my best friend mm -hmm. to me, it must be of some importance to her. Do I not look at the stuff when you send me like memes and stuff and respond? Sometimes not. <laughs> Most of the times I do because they do, you know, I do chuckle when I see some of them. And so, I mean, I'm responsive enough I don't want to give you the impression that like I'm just waiting around for you to like text me or something and you know how I, I like I need that or something. I'm like, no, I'm busy. I got to work. You know, I got to support you, you my think, family. You would think you'd be desperate for contact from a male. No, I'm, I'm over it. I'm, I'm getting to the point where you get from your husband. Well, yeah, but I mean, he's he's helping me to get to the point where I'm like, I don't even really need that. All right, so um, I want your review musically of the new Gary Barlow and uh, Michael Buble song. I thought it was okay. I mean, it was interesting because it was like him featuring Michael Buble and another person. Um, another person yeah, I don't know either. But 
I thought it was okay. I wasn't like, oh, this is so fantastic. Because I told you I felt like the video was $75, yeah, um, was closer to 80 Um But, I mean, it was nice to hear him, um, to hear, well, both of them, really, because you know that I ended up actually liking <laughs> Gary Barlow. At first, I didn't care for him back in the day, yeah. when it was definitely like, you're either into Gary Barlow or you're into Robbie, and I'm like, okay, well, it's Robbie. Um, yeah. But no, I do like um, Gary Barlow. I think one of the last album I had, the full album of his, I really, really enjoyed, which was surprising. Um, but no, the, the song was cool. I'm like, I, I will download it, I guess, but it wasn't, it's, yeah. I didn't add it on Spotify. Um, my, my only problem with it, with it was, is that it feels, um, calculated. Probably. Yeah. (laughs) Several years, of course, there's been a lot of Latin influence and music. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, you've had Havana or Havana and all these different songs, right? Yeah. And now it's like, oh, here comes Gary Barlow, who seems as about as incredibly white as <laughs> me. Now, he does bring in the salsa influence of Michael Buble, but... Which is funny when you say salsa influence from the guy who is from Canada, but he yeah, is married I mean, to someone who... <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just saying he is married to someone who is from the, the Latin area, so I get it. Okay. All right. But it just seems weird to me. It felt like, you know, okay, here's Gary Barlow trying to, to rush into this trend, you know. Well, don't, but, don't be knocking on them. I mean, like I said, I, I wasn't like thrilled, thrilled, but I did enjoy it. I did too. Um, I mean, it's not an awful song. And I mean, I told you, I ultimately am just surprised at how much I ended up liking Gary Barlow in the end. So, um, yeah. so yeah, um, I'm trying to find the last album I downloaded of his because, you know, me being the nerd still, you know, I still curate my i my um itunes library or apple music library um but hang on i'm looking you can keep talking i'm looking to see my last I mean, album i have of his. Me, who would i want to have lunch with from take that obviously robbie would be first yeah mark, mark would be second <laughs> honestly, i'd probably go for howard third because i bet he'd be weird and then gary are you serious no, Gary's like definitely my number three. Um, <laughs> Gary, Gary would be very friendly, but I bet that I wouldn't feel any kind of connection with him. Really? He just feels slightly fake to me. Huh. Well, yeah, I'll give you that. I, I will definitely give you that. I'll put it that way. He's, he'd hmm. be a politician. Um, I have, was it? Yeah, I have 12 months, 11 days. Yeah, I think that I have that. Well, he has a new one apparently. Um, yeah, music yeah, played by humans. Yeah. So yeah, that that one. Wow, was it that long ago? Twelve months, eleven days was in nineteen ninety nine. Oh God, that no. They, he had one. It was in like twenty. Yeah, he had to have because it was after progress. Yeah, that's what. That's what, I'm looking in Apple Music, so. But yeah, he's coming out with, it comes out on number, November 27th, Music Played by Humans. It has 19 songs. The last album he did was Since I Saw You Last. Thank you. That's the one I have. I do have that. Why is it not popping up? That's so freaking stupid. And that was 2013. Yes, I have that. And I actually, there's several songs on there that I'm like, you know what? That's cool. Um, 
but yeah, Gary, he's always been kind of one of those where, yeah, it's like you feel like he's really, really into himself and he thinks he's yeah. really, really awesome. And I mean, he does some awesome stuff, granted, but yeah. I think he thinks he's bigger than he is, you know? Kind it of. is true, you know, I mean, he did write that song for the Queen and stuff, you know, but... Yeah, 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 but I mean, like, you know, in terms of the crossover appeal, you know, for us stupid Americans, um, you know, we're very much like, if you don't break it over here, then you kind of don't matter. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, hmm, okay. Oh, I watched, what was it? I've been trying to stay out of the politics realm, but I did watch a, a documentary on Joe Biden, which was really, really cool. I mean, I watched it after I'd already voted, but it, it, they provided a lot of background stuff that I actually didn't even realize um, about him. I of course did not watch either of the debates i figured i would just get the distilled version on npr and reuters which i did and i'm still very glad i did not watch it my um, mom and i watched the last one together what the hell really because there was nothing else on i'm better than you you're a liar i'm better than you um it was <laughs> personal because they, they didn't interrupt each other as much but it was um i don't think i should watch pol political things with my mother um yeah i could have told you i mean yeah. i didn't wouldn't have even needed to tell you that what would possess you to do that i didn't invite her to watch it with me <laughs> down i was watching it you know so you should tell your mom mom i'm, I'm checking out some porn right now you might not want to come in the room with me so <laughs> yeah no i and, and you know she's she would say several things and i was i, I was like you know why do you always believe everything this man says <laughs> Yeah, I uh uh no, no, no. I mean, I I know I had to go vote to cancel out her vote. But. Yeah, well, yeah, you had to. My parents keep threatening that they're going to vote again this year, and I'm like, you know, if you pull the same crap as y'all did last time, I'm disowning you as my parents. So, yeah, I just I, I I you know I don't understand it, but um, I will say with the the latest thing I don't know if you've heard about it is there was a picture that went around of. Um, Biden kissing Hunter on the cheek. Oh yeah, I'd heard some stuff about it, like oh they 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 kiss on the mouth or something. So I was just like, yeah, okay, whatever. Just kissing on the cheek. Mm -hmm, but I'm just saying, I was like, it doesn't. I don't even the, care. The GOP, uh, one they sent around the picture and they're like, you know, does this look like a normal way for a father to kiss his son? It's so freaking stupid. But people yeah. are like that. I mean, you make fun of me for always being with my family and stuff. What's the fr big freaking deal? Me and Julian kiss all the time. Yeah, yeah. what's the what's the big deal about it? I mean, I think I, I think that there's, you know, there's a segment on the GOP side that are obviously so deathly afraid of anything that could remotely be possibly maybe you know, be gay. <laughs> well, and that's why I was saying it this even touch their own children. This ties back to the social dilemma. You would actually be very surprised at, well, they talk a lot about how, like what happened in Myanmar and all this stuff because of social media and how it's made us even more polarized because, you know, the things that even, for example, if you and I had the same network of friends, it's not like Wikipedia, Wikipedia where we'll go to a website and it's like, oh, we see the same thing. 
we see different things depending on where we live geographically we'll also see different things and they're like this is part of the problem is that people are just latching onto these you know very polarized views of things and you're starting to see it more and more on social media and I'm like yeah that's why I'm not on social media because you know I'm like I've gotten like so angry with uh, my my Republican friends, and I mean, granted, I always say I voted Republican twice, you know, in terms of the, for, yeah, I voted for Bush twice, but I, I just, I can't get in that conversation space with people when it comes to anyone defending Trump or the Republican Party at this point. I am very pissed off about the Supreme Court nominee and how, I mean, like eight days before the election and you're giving him his third pick. This makes no freaking sense. None. So, oh, I just need to breathe. <laughs> well, that's like, I, just, you know, I the, can't. The other day, my mother says, we need to go to the grocery store. I said, why? We just went to the grocery store. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but they say that after the election, you know, some things are going to be hard to get. Oh, Jesus Christ. Said this. <laughs> oh, they said it on Fox and MSNBC. And I said, well, what, what things did they say would be hard to get? And she said, like, everything. Oh and my God. Depending on what? And she said, it doesn't matter who wins. It's going to be that way no matter who wins. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, you know, granted, it, it things, I mean, 2020 has been the year of being batshit crazy, but it just, it's, it's scary to me. We've talked about this, that it's like, you know, if he loses, you know, his, his um, base may decide to be really stupid and, you know, act out. Um, a couple of his people tried to kidnap the governor of Michigan. Mm -hmm. Yep. So I'm like, I don't know where this has been sane. And in that, and um, I think it was in that um, social dilemma, or it might be another documentary I watched, where they were talking about, oh, no, I watched this thing um, by Fareed, whatever, on um, CNN, about what, what the world thinks about America. And I was just, I mean, there were parts where I just wanted to just sit there and cry because I was like, this shit is so true, you know? I mean, just the fact he was saying how, like, you know, we were the world superpower. Basically, Trump came in and just changed all that. And they said, think about the fact that under Trump, all these different alliances has been able to be made because we've backed out out of the various treaties we've been a part of. Because so he was talking about how very cozy Russia and China are now, yeah. and that basically we set up an environment where that was possible. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, yeah, it's it, it, there's been so much harm <laughs> on the world stage that has come from this. You know, he was pointing out that a lot of the things like even the World Health Organization and other things that the U.S., these were developed by people in the U.S. And the fact that the president is saying, yeah, we're backing out of that now. It just there's just so much there that I'm like it. I hate to not be. Um, more comfortable with watching the news but i just i i'm like i'm becoming one of those people that's like you know ignorance is bliss ignorance is bliss i don't want to know which is unfortunate right. <sighs> so in other news <laughs> um i have news about one of our our once favorite shows uh mind hunters yes i missed that show but okay yeah, so they talked to the showrunner again this week he was being interviewed and mm -hmm. asked him now that he had finished that movie that he had gone off to do was there any chance of the show coming back 
And uh, this being 2020, of course, he said that it was practically none. Um, he said that it was pretty much completely over. Uh, he said that the, the truth of the matter was, is that um, it just didn't get enough viewers. Oh, man. He said that while you wouldn't think it was an expensive show, he said that when you look at the dollars it costs versus the eyeballs that watched it, mm -hmm. it doesn't equal. And I mean, I get, I, yeah, I get it. People make assumptions about how much things really cost, but especially if you're doing something that's a period piece, even though it was, granted, the 1980s this last season. Yeah, I mean, I know that kind of stuff can get expensive. But that's, see, I feel like they didn't have enough time on the air because people were starting to really get into it. And then you have to tell them, oh, yeah, well, they canceled it. That, there's no more. <laughs> yeah. and so I had two thoughts. One of, them, one of it did sound like it might have been a little bit of, of him not being able to let go because he said that in season one, he said he tried to find a showrunner who could oversee scripts and things like that. Mm -hmm. He couldn't find one. So he wrote, he wrote every episode. Oh, wow. So in season two, he and his assistant, he said, you know, they, they solicited scripts and he says they got several scripts in, but he said that he wasn't happy with any of them mm -hmm. and that it would have taken so much work to rewrite them that he basically just threw them away and then wrote all of season two. Yeah. And, you know, it's, uh, I think he might be a little bit of a perfectionist, which okay, I, I get that much with because the show was awesome. Yeah, it was. <laughs> but you know, there's that. And, and then the other thing was that, um, I hate though that, you know, they kept teasing us with like the BTK killer. And now yes. <laughs> I wish that they could somehow come back at least for maybe I, I don't think they could do it well in a two-hour movie, but maybe like a, a two-part movie. Yes, yes. You know, four hours. Um, just get as many of the cast members back as you could. You wouldn't need to bring them all back. No. Nope. Because BK wasn't captured until like, when, the 90s? Um, so. So, I mean, as long as they brought Jonathan Groff back and, yeah. um, what is it, Holt McCallany, who played Bill? I would Bill? like to see Holt back. But yeah. If you couldn't get him, hell, say he died. Or yeah. whatever, but yeah, I mean, it because okay, I, I of course I'm looking at it right now on Google, which is I, again seeing the social dilemma. I wish I had not used Google, but it has an 8.6 on IMDb, a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. Because yeah. I'm like, it's freaking good. <laughs> I was shocked when he said not enough people watched it. I, mm -mm. I it was a big hit. Um, just yep. Maybe that was anecdotally because everybody I knew who had Netflix was watching it. Exactly. Um, but And like, I think like right now would have been the perfect time. The fact that season two came out in August of last year, had yeah. that shit hit now <laughs> when people are basically stuck in their homes, people would be all over it. Yeah. So yeah, I'm still disappointed. Yeah, I am too. Yeah. Like the last review on, on Google, this person says, absolutely outstanding in every aspect extremely well directed with meticulous attention to period mid to late 70s detail mindhunter is a tour de force in the field of crime psychology yeah. i'm like yeah because it was <laughs> yeah, it's it always was. these cool stuff that they i'm like couldn't they get rid of like the blacklist or whatever some of these other stupid shows and yeah. you know the stuff that's really good i mean yeah i i i enjoyed it so yeah. I, I am bummed well thank you for making me even more depressed reminding me of a series that i wish was still on that is not on anymore 
<laughs> you were not here last week, so we did not have a topic to discuss. But did you bring a topic for us today? Is it really that time? We're only like 42 minutes in. Yeah, no, we usually shoot for like an hour, and then it goes to an hour and a half. Oh, yeah, that's true. Okay. Give me just a minute to think. All right. So, Kenrick has started watching um, Cougar Town. <laughs> My husband, I just, I never understand the things that he falls into. Um, but, I mean, we end up watching, you know, quite a few things together. Uh, but the things that we don't are definitely things I'd never watch. So, he, of course, watches it on his own. But he just, he told me, oh, yeah, I started watching Cougar Town. I'm like, you know, I think he's finished with season one or about to be. I'm like, dude, I looked it up. And I was like, I'll add it to my list, I guess. I said, I knew when it was out, like, when it was actually out. It ran from 2009 to 2015. Um, so I immediately, once he said Cougar Town, I said, oh yeah, Courtney Cox. And so he's like, no, it's really good. I'm really enjoying it. And I think what season one has 24 episodes, um, you know, cause of course it is an American series. Um, <laughs> season two and three, I think had like 15 or 13 episodes. And then anyway, the later ones, of course, it starts to drop off. I think the last season has maybe 10, 13, something like that. But I, I've been shocked because he keeps bringing it up. Like, oh, yeah, I really like Cougar Town. So I am. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I, I never, I've never seen a single second of Cougar Town. Neither I, have I. <laughs> I remember when it was on because I think it had Courtney Cox on it. Yeah, that she is the main person in there. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was but her series. Like how, many, how many years it ran or anything? Yeah, 2009 to 2015. And he mentioned, oh, yeah, I just saw an episode that has Jennifer Aniston in it. And I was like, well, yeah, I mean, that that figures are, you know, still really close. And he's like, you know, the thing about Jennifer Aniston is, you know, she plays the same character and like everything, but but she like does it so well. (laughs) I'm like, he was like getting introspective about it. And I'm like, really? Okay. Um, but so I've added to the list. I mean, you know, I add all sorts of stuff to my list and it's a matter of whether or not I'm in the mood to watch it. So um, I'm still glad that I use my TV time app so that I know um, what things that people have said to watch. And, oh, I still need to catch up on the last episode of The Vow. Did I send you, I was going to send you an article last night. You did. Okay, cool. I was no, like. Let me take it back. I watched, I read an article on The Vow last night. I don't think you sent it to me. <laughs> Well, because I saw something on E! News, the app that, you know, I get all of my celebrity stuff from, and I thought, I could have sworn, huh? You didn't send it to me. Okay, because it was like two o'clock in the morning, and then I was like, oh, God, if I send it to him now, I'll probably hear in the morning, like, why the hell were you still awake? And, you know, so, but um, it was talking about, obviously, um, it, there was a, what was it, a news show that recently interviewed the guy um because mm-hmm. he's in prison and um so they talk about too that you know season two is gonna be um about um the trial and all that kind of stuff so let me see if i can find the out thing, the thing i read was on um huffington post they okay. had a woman on there who uh was a part of a cult years ago mm-hmm. she was talking about how watching the vow was bringing back a lot of you know, bad memories. Yeah, I don't doubt it. Shit. Yeah. And she said yeah, find that, you know, that um, Mark and his wife said um, on one of those episodes where they were talking to people and people were like, You're, you guys are so stupid. And, um, <laughs> and she said the same thing that everybody assumes that you must be an idiot 
you know, to have gotten involved with a cult, but she said, you know, it wasn't a cult when she got into it. Right, right. You didn't know it was a cult. <laughs> she thought it was just a group of people, you know. <laughs> was it till I found, I found it. I, I just sent it to you. Okay. Well, I mean, and that's just it. Yeah, we, I mean, again, we have talked about it. You just, you don't realize when you're going down the, the road that it's like, oh, yeah, I'm in a cult. It's just like, oh, this is a group of people and they all really, you know, believe in the same types of things. And it's this like nice built in family. And then it's like, yeah, and then the family, the family went batshit crazy, you know, so. It's not until you got branded with his initials. Right yeah. Gucci that you realize this is not normal. I mean, well, yeah. And I'm like, you have to be very much in it to get to the point where even once you've gotten the brand, it really hasn't clicked. <laughs> There's something wrong. But, <laughs> but I mean, but I mean, I, I get it. I understand why intelligent people get sucked into these types of things, yeah. you know? Um, I, I still listen, you know, uh, Lee Remini, um, mm -hmm. And Mike Render, you know, there's TV shows going off now. Okay. They have a podcast now, and I, st I still listen to them. Do you really? Uh -huh. Well, I know you love your Scientology stuff, so. Oh, Scientology's tried to sue them and harass them and do all kinds of things. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why'd they go down? Oh, so they just went off the TV air because uh, A&E didn't renew them, you know. Uh, so now they do their podcast. And, uh, but they took questions from uh, listeners last mm -hmm. And one of them asked, you know, is there any good things about Scientology? And um, Mike Rinder said, you know, well, there are. There are some great things about Scientology. He says that's how you get hooked in. Right, right. You don't see any of the bad things until you're already in. Yeah. <laughs> he said, you know, most people who join Scientology, they are turned off of mainstream religions for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. But he says they want to feel like they can make the world a better place. And Scientology says they have a way to do that that's not, you know, based in mysticism. Right. It has science in the name. <laughs> right? And, you know, it makes you feel like, oh, by understanding myself better, I can help other people. And he says, of course, you know, a lot of people want to do that. And, you know, some people are drawn in by the fact, hey, Tom Cruise is in this. Well, see, and that, that once well, I knew he yeah. was into that, that just changed my complete opinion of him, but okay. Yeah. But there's still <laughs> some people who love him, you know, mm -hmm. um, and, you know, he says that, you know, people are drawn into that. And then once you're on the inside, all the crazy stuff. You know, well, and I mean, we've talked about it, that I said, you know, I think on, on, on a level, everyone, every human wants to feel connected or involved in something, um, mm. whether or not you're a recluse or whatever, you want to believe in something you want to, you know, so if you're turned off by religion and you, you're clearly seeking something to fill that void, that's how these things kind of happen, you know? Yeah. Um, you can, and, and here's the thing. I mean, I'm sure if you're a Christian, I apologize. You know, I'm like, if you're willing to believe all of that stuff, then almost anything else will be more real for you because you have to kind of suspend belief <laughs> in things when you're a Christian, you know, it's like, Oh, how did a virgin give birth to this? And, you know, I'm like, okay. So if you're able to, to palette all of that, yeah, almost anything else is you could you could totally do. Yeah, I mean, look, all the Xenu stuff is ridiculous, but you mm -hmm. know what? Really, not any more ridiculous than the Bible. Right, right. 
Um, there's plenty of things in the Bible that on the face of it is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Believe it, you have to believe it. Right. Okay. And, as, and it's the same way with Scientology or any of these cults. You know, yeah, it sounds absurd if you're not in it. <laughs> if you're in it, it's like, you know, you have to take some things on belief. Right. Oh. All right, so T'Challa says he has our topic. Okay. What do you think the next million dollar but idiotic tech trend will be? Kind of like iPhone 12 not having a real charger. <laughs> it doesn't. I, I've so stopped following Apple news stuff. It's so sad. The iPhone 12, it can only be charged wirelessly. It has no ports on it, no home button. It's just a slab with a screen. Oh, hell. Interesting, because I had a student um, who knew and, I just recently has, got the and 11. The, and the entire back of it is just like 15 cameras. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, had, I, had a, I had a student come up to me the other day, and he says, Mr. Reese, he says, are you going to upgrade to the 12? And I said, no, I'm going to for the 11. Right, exactly. And he says, don't do it. He says, don't do it. He says, wait until there's a 13 or something. And I said, why? And he said that, um, he said, first of all, the 12 is thicker than the 11. He says they've gone back and made it thick. Okay. He showed me a picture and yeah, on the back of it, like on the back of the 11, it looks like there's those two lenses and then some other thing. Um, but yeah, on the back of the 12, there's like four little camera things. Yeah, no, no. See, like, I don't all the more that. reason for you guys to watch The Social Dilemma. See, all of this is so that you can put your shit all over the internet. Take, they encourage you to take all these pictures. God, I'm sounding like one of those conspiracy theory people. You really are. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, yeah, no. And I never, like, it's been years since I've done, like, every um, every phone type that they come out with. I've started now skipping. Like, if it wasn't for the fact that my 6S died, I wouldn't have even gotten into the 11. So, you know, because I still had a home button <laughs> on my 6S. And the headphone jack, that still annoys the hell out of me. Um, but I, I don't have any plans to go to the 12. But going back to T'Challa's question, the next big thing that's actually really stupid um, that isn't the iPhone 12. In the future and predict what you think will be the iPhone 13. Like, like, what stupid improvement do you think they'll have? Will it be a backwards flip phone? Will it have a screen on both sides? Well, you see now they have that new, I don't know if it was like a Samsung or something that's a flip phone. But it's like the one solid screener. I don't, I just, I, I just stopped looking. In my opinion, I think it'll just be a camera. Like, like <laughs> they'll, they'll separate them out. Now you'll have a camera and a phone. Yeah. 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 And a Blackberry. Technology has gone so far in car that it's actually declining. So I think that we'll see more integration between your phone and the car. Okay. There's already, you know, all kinds of interconnectivity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is Apple Play, um, Alexa's in the cars now. Um, yeah. yeah. I think I think that you'll see even more of that, um, so that like you know you can, um, I don't know, you just bring your phone in. It'll it, it already has like a little thing in the the center console. You'll just set your phone on it. It'll charge wirelessly. Um, you know, you'll call up your, your GPS on the phone and the car will, you know, automatically start driving that way. Because, mm -hmm. you know, we're going to have those self-driving cars. Um, all of that kind of stuff. 
I, I somehow I think it's just going to be even more integration. I think you'll be able to somehow eventually pull up to a gas station and, and, without getting out of the car, choose your gas, pay for it, and then somehow like mechanical arm will attach to your vehicle. That would be so cool. And I think you <laughs> can't even have to get out of the car. I, think I like that. <laughs> is that you will, you, you'll be in the car from one destination to the next and you won't have to get out. And I think that's it. And with us moving more and more towards ordering things online and then just picking them up, I wouldn't be surprised if eventually you'll just drive up to like the drive-through at the Walmart. You'll just enter your access code. Um, some sort of, you know, arm will like shovel in the stuff into your trunk. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, I do think, and it's funny, I mean, the question is pretty awesome, but like you have to think about it now through the lens of COVID-19 how yes. much our life has changed and the things that we're now getting used to that we now demand as a result of being, you know, not being able to intermingle with everyone. Um, I think that, yeah, it, it will be something that is on the line of being very, a lot more convenient for us um, as hands off as possible. Um, so I don't know. Yeah. Cause yeah. They're having yeah. all concerts now, whereas they're just drive-through concerts, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Car and listen and stuff. And um, I think that's more and more things that's going to, I think we're going to see a resurgence of car life. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Maybe drive-ins will make a comeback. Mm -hmm. um, they won't be as kitschy as they, they are now. Um, but when it comes to, was the, first, was the original question about the a phone? Or, was, or did we just... Okay, because I was like, I think you used iPhone 12 as an example. Okay. Um, yeah, I think that we will somehow revert to old-timey things, but with a tech twist um, because of COVID-19 um, and because maybe people are realizing, hey, I don't have to be around other people. <laughs> um, they don't have to be in my personal space. Um, yeah. Huh, that actually gives me stuff to think about. Now, I seriously think eventually, but I don't necessarily think this is terribly dumb, which is why I didn't mention it. But eventually, we're definitely moving towards having a chip in our hand. Or in yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, if you, you know, for those who are obviously into the Bible and stuff, knows that that's a sign of the end times. Yeah, so, happened? yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm like, you know, I'm not against a chip. Moneyless society. Yeah, well, I mean, then they've been talking about that for so long now. I would like to go to a moneyless society. I would um, too. That's like, you know, they're talking, oh, they're not going to chip me. I'm like, hell, chip me right now. <laughs> <laughs> they already know through my phone and my TV and my Alexa and everything, everything I'm saying and doing. So well, yeah, because what is it? Be more convenient. You've seen the, the, the um, Justin Timberlake movie, In Time, right? Yeah. It's one where, yeah, where you have credits on your your hand and, like, yeah. if you run out, then you're dead or whatever because you – Yeah, yeah <laughs> it's like, man, that, that would be so cool. <laughs> like, I love to just go up to, like, you know, the person at Ingalls and just kind of wave my hand at over a, a light, you know, and go on out. Yep. But, I mean, I, I could see, obviously, that there's so much that could go wrong with that. I mean, think about the the issues of technology right now with, like, hackers and all that kind of stuff. You could I understand. I understand. <laughs> it's just like the sex robot. Supposedly, they can hack your sex robot and it'll kill you, you know. But, hey, you know, real women can kill you. Um, yeah, that that is very true. 
<laughs> just as dangerous to touch one of them. So. Oh my gosh. But yeah, I, I see us moving to a place where, you know, I mean, it's easy to use the iPhone as the, the ideal example of all the things that that singular phone has done to change the way that we live. Um, I think I was listening to, you know, one of my things that I wake up to talks about like this day in history. So they talked about when they introduced, introduced the iPod back in, I guess, 07 or something like that. And they said, of course, now, you know, they're, they're like, you know, it was ubiqui ubiquitous with um, Apple, but they're like, you know, the only iPod they sell now is iPod Touch. And, you know, they kind of cannibalize their own, <laughs> their own thing because, you know, before you had to have the iPod because the phone wasn't going to store that much in terms of songs. And so they got rid of that. And I mean, I still have my iPod. It's in my car um i still use it in my car but um yeah i the next big hmm. well I, i'm gonna have to think about that some more i kind of like t'challa's idea about you know them actually separating the phone again yeah that would that is hilarious or better yet yeah just okay here's a camera <laughs> you know yeah. like, yeah. Well, when I was watching the um the show the um Girl Boss, like I said, because it talks about MySpace and and um eBay and all that kind of stuff, um it was just so interesting because I sat there and I was like, oh yeah, life was like this, you know, like people had digital cameras. Like I bought a digital camera, but mm -hmm. I made the mistake of buying it right as things were shifting in 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 society, and so I think I used it for one event. And I, the pictures are still probably on there. And then I put it away and never use it again. <laughs> I, remember, I remember buying a uh, a camera, a very expensive camera for Carrie um, mm -hmm. back in like the late 90s that actually you could take five and a quarter inch discs. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And it would, it would the, the pictures would go straight onto the disc. And then, you yeah, go, you which is hilarious because those just didn't really hold much of anything. But OK. <laughs> yeah, but at the time, we thought. Yes. We yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, we, I mean, we used that thing for seven, eight years, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, of course, back in the day of the, the big ass camcorders, we had that in the eighties, which was just hilarious when you look back at it now, but yeah, I have my digital camera still with the you know, memory card in it. Um, but they even like in that show that she was taking pictures with like regular you know film and i was like oh man those were the days <laughs> just, you could totally fuck up a roll of film if you accidentally open the back of the camera <laughs> yeah but it's it's just crazy to me when i see things that are of course like dated and stuff that so much has changed in technology in the time that we've been born um to now like in terms of our generations and stuff they talk about that more on the social dilemma um but you know the rate of which technology has advanced the issue they were saying for example is that you know with television they have you know ratings and that's governed basically you know they used to you used to basically you know, be able to sit your children in front of the TV, watch some Sesame Street, blah, blah, blah. And you were in charge of what they were watching. Well, now they're like, you have YouTube kids, you know, and people just hand the, the you know, the iPad or whatever over to their kids. And there you go. There's a babysitter that'll keep them busy for a while. They said that kids born after 1997, which I guess is Generation Z, will not know what life was like before um, 
social media. Yeah. And I'm like, that is really scary. You know, I'm like, for all the good that it's done, it has really opened up a lot of stuff that makes you really, really think about, hmm, you know, because they're like, this this whole area is not really policed. You know, it's like, it's kind of crazy when you think about Google and Facebook saying, oh, we can regulate ourselves. It's like, um, no, no, no. Yeah. Um, Justice sued uh, Google this week. Do uh, what? Who, who just sued? Department of Justice sued them. Maybe. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, antitrust laws uh they, they're saying that they're expecting this to start a, a huge trend the doj is also looking at facebook they're looking at um uh, amazon um and they're talking about it could be like in the early 80s when they broke up ma bell and yeah well and they talk about that too where they're like yeah they broke up that industry because it got too big and was not regulated the way it needed to be and yeah th it's very cyclical and i i mean this is their equivalent right um yeah. they talked about on the on there they talked about there was a quote that came up that said you know there are only two industries that that refer to their customers as users illegal drugs and software <laughs> which i'm like but you know when you really think about it and the addictive qualities of being on social media and that kind of stuff it's like oh wow yeah, yeah. that's 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 a lot um, you know, they say that you can't consider social media or anything like that a tool. They're like, a tool is something you pick up to use. These things, for example, with social media, they continually prod you. They use you. <laughs> right. And they're like, it's a case where we are the product. They're like, you know, these companies aren't going to be looking out for your best interests ultimately because it's all about driving profits. And so, you know, sure, they can say they want to be, you know, more conscious about how it's affecting people. But, you know, they sell, I mean, whether they sell it or whatever, but they use all of the data. I mean, they were, you know, the guy, um, well, he was on Mad Men. He played Peter on Mad Men, but he was in that show, that Sutherland show that you, the movie that you had me watch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Him, the, the, the guy, um, he is also in The Social Dilemma. Um, as kind of the movie part of it, but it shows him almost like he's in a command center and he plays different versions of himself. And so he like lives inside this character's phone. And so because of all the analytics they pull from you, they're like, they know when you've, you know, not really using the app, they then use that information to be like, oh, well, you know, they interacted with this person 94 blah, 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 percent of the time. So if we show them that that person made a post, then they will, you know, log on. And of course, once you log on, we've got you, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, holy crap. I mean, the fact that, yeah, we, we don't really think about the fact that something that you would think is relatively, you know, innocuous, innocuous or whatever, just not really, the fact that they can monetize everything. <laughs> and that's what it's about, monetizing it. So you have to watch it. I would even suggest that Chala watch it. It's really, really good. Um, and yeah, so after seeing it. He's on Discord, but I don't think he's on any other kind of social media right now. Yeah, Discord's very different. Well, my brother's not on any anymore. He got off a couple of years ago. Um, the, the, the actor that I was talking about that I really like, he's not on any of them either. I think he might be on Pinterest, but yeah. And I'm like, more and more people are getting off, you know, unplugging. Because, yeah, for all the good in terms of you're able to connect with people that were, you know, a part of your past and all that kind of thing. I'm like, I don't, I don't really need it. I don't get my news from social media. I don't, you know, I just, 
no. So I, I have very little interest in, in being on it. I just wish there was a company that allowed you to basically, like you could get, for example, you know, like my username, like Latoya Davidson or whatever on all of the social profiles, but I never actually use it. I just get them so that I can lock them down, you know, to keep that from, to keep someone else from taking it. Yeah. but that I don't actually use it. It'd be cool. That would be a great service. I would subscribe to something like that. <laughs> that automatically gets you your username or your, you know, your extension or yeah, your name. And that it just, you know, it's just a holding space. I mean, I guess I could, you know. It seems pointless. Was to make sure nobody steals your identity. Right. Yeah, I wouldn't want someone to like go and take LatoyaDavidson.com and just use it to, you know, for porn or something. You know, that's the way I think about it. It's not like I want to necessarily use it. I just don't want anyone else to use it to create some sort of, you know, alternate identity. <laughs> so but for me, though, it's like if I, if I completely went offline, I mean. You would how, die. How would people know that I got my hair cut today? Oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. I, well, I don't care if anyone knows that, that I got my hair cut today. Yeah, I mentioned that I got my hair cut earlier. Oh, my God. I, I, and I find that interesting, but why does everyone in the world have to know that? Why does everyone in the world have to know that you ate spaghetti for dinner? I don't right. know. Oh, uh, you know, I guess. People were interested. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't get it. <laughs> I, I, and I mean, yeah, the, the longer I'm off of social media and the more I think about it, I'm like, yeah, well, you know, because they were talking about what, I mean, a lot of it was skewed more towards, you know, its effects on kids and teens and stuff. But as they were doing stuff on the show, I was like, yeah, this is Kenrick. You know, literally Kenrick cannot go. And he has said it. He cannot go a day without, without Facebook. And I'm like, that's freaking insane. I'm like, there's nothing on there that is so dire, you know, of dire importance. Although, although I, I would, I would caution you before you get up on too much of a high horse. Mm -hmm. uh, because yeah, you say there's nothing on there that could have him that interested. And yet you were playing a game, you know, with little cartoon animals yeah, you've been playing animals. and stuff. Right. So, I mean, I'm sure he could look at that and say, there is nothing in that game. <laughs> Well, no, and he does try to use that, you know, he's like, oh, well, Facebook to me is like Animal Crossing for you. Granted, I only, like, there are days where I don't even feel like playing the game. I just play it because I don't want to ruin my streak, but, you know, I, I don't live on it like I used to. And even with that game, it's not, the character isn't me. I don't, you know, it's just, it's different, I think. I know, I know. you could stop whenever you want it. <laughs> I could, but I now have two switches. I can't stop because I have two. I, I understand. You just I understand. described social media. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I I'll leave my profiles. <laughs> I'll leave my profiles up because um I I I will say after watching it, it was funny because someone that I was involved with like long, long, long time ago, um, sent me a friend request. And of course, you know, that comes up on my phone. I looked and I was like, mm, okay, whatever. So I clicked on it and just, you know, I accepted the friend request. I was just more interesting, interested to see, oh, does he look, you know, how does he look now? Okay. And then I was off. I, I did not care. Um, you know, I felt bad that the person sent me a friend request. I'm like, you know, I'm not on Facebook anymore, but whatever. <laughs> 
So I, I don't know. I mean, I think there may come a time where I'm more like my brother and just, you know, unplug completely because it's less things to have to keep up with. It's like, it's like a job. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, mm -mm. Yeah, I, mean, but I don't think you, you couldn't go without social media, Barry. You couldn't. You well, there was that. a time I was on Tumblr. I'm not on Tumblr anymore. There's a time I was on Twitter. I'm not on Twitter anymore. Mm -hmm. um, I tried Instagram this week and deleted it after one day. <laughs> I know you were <laughs> You're like, what's the point in this? Yeah. I was and like, I it's for those who like pictures. <laughs> and one of my favorite students, she was like, no, no, you got to be on Snap. And oh, I was like, she's no. Don't tell me you signed up for Snapchat. No, no. I said, I, isn't that just the one where you send dirty things and they disappear? And she was like, well, yeah, but that's not all you can do on it. Yeah, but that's what it is, essentially. I mean. like, <laughs> and I said, it looks like Instagram. And she was like, well, this is your, your memories. <laughs> and yeah, and I'm like, I don't know. That doesn't look cool either. Yeah, if you told me you signed up for Snapchat, I would come down there and slap you. I'm <laughs> like, I just feel like... Yes doesn't have any interest to me or well that and i'm like that feels like that feels like you'd be trying too hard like i mean i'm like yeah. th there are things that i feel like because of my age at this point that it would definitely not be cool for me to try and get on there and snapchat is one of those things where it's like i aged out of their demographic a long time ago really the only social media i'm still on is facebook i like facebook um it's for me, anyway, I can share my memes, but I can also do little text-based posts, um, which is something most of these others don't do. And um, well, I mean, but you know, so I, I when I live journal, yeah, uh, yep. And I I tried Pinterest, but I just didn't see the point in that either. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. So. I was I was telling my mom, you know, I was like. Um, I was explaining kind of what was what was what with the documentary and then she was like oh yeah and because I, I mentioned how Google actually despite us not really thinking about it Google is just as bad and I mean I've double triple down on Google stuff but um, I she was like yeah don't you hate it when she's like I had to look up something for someone and then all I saw were just a sea of ads about this thing and, and she's like all I was doing was looking I said yeah exactly that's it once they've gotten you hooked in there, they just start following you. <laughs> so, but I'm, um, I'm not yet at the point where I feel like I could walk away from Google. Cause like I said, I'm very much invested. I need my Google apps and my extensions and all that kind of stuff. Um, but with the social media side of it, I can, you know, I, I can dial that off and you have to watch it Barry. Like I said, it is your homework this week. Just like you're making me listen to or watch the struts, um, I am making you watch. Been a long video. Whatever, it doesn't matter. It's not about the time; it's about the quality, dude. So, um, <laughs> you like it, so it's high quality. Okay, exactly. So, I mean, even though it's like a minute or whatever, but you ha you guys have to watch it because I think that after seeing it, it will make you kind of think about um, your your behavior when it comes to social media so so yeah all right cool i don't really mind like you know how amazon knows everything about me it's like yeah you know it's true I, I like you uncle amazon but see that's part of the problem though is that we don't realize we may think about it as being something very you know oh yeah this is what's the deal yeah well when you watch a documentary you'll understand what the deal is <laughs> i know they do horrible things with it mm -hmm. but i'm just like you know what 
whether they do it or don't do it, I'm still going to die someday. So <laughs> now I kind of like the stuff that they're doing for me. Well, yeah, but I, I mean, I agree with you when it comes to Amazon. Like, I want them to understand my spending, you know, how I like to purchase things, the things that I like to purchase. That, for oh, me, yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's a part of that experience. You need to learn me. But yeah. then, too, it's like, well, that data could be used for so many other things. You know, the types of information that they're getting from us, the, you know, it's just, it's insane. They were saying, like, going back to the Google thing, depending on where you are, if you start to type in a phrase, like, you know, what is the cost of, and it does kind of that autofill section, yeah. Yeah. that also is dependent on where you live. <laughs> you know, um, it's just, and based on your previous search history. So they're like, yeah, these algorithms are starting to, you know, really learn us. Um, and it's, it's a little scary because we don't really think about the implications, the long-term implications of it. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, you have to watch it because you have to talk about it next week. I will watch the video and I will be ready to talk about it next week. T'Challa, your homework is to also watch The Social Dilemma. Um, it is an hour and 34 minutes. And <laughs> I don't even think you need to talk about it on the show. I want you to watch the damn video and then respond to me. Oh, whatever. Okay. Same <laughs> thing. Show, talk to you, like send you a message. Same thing. Okay. All right. Well, I guess we should be logging off. Uh, is there anything you wanted else to talk about, T'Challa? Okay. So I think I went another show where I really don't answer his question. You're the one to answer the question, and I just talk around it. Well, you know, I, I think it is challenging to answer a question on the spot. Well, yeah, because his are really, like, deep. I, I, it it requires some thinking. It's not like, what's your favorite color? I could answer right. that. Uh, you know. Yeah, that's easy. Blue. You know, my favorite color is blue. So, but yeah, that... You know, I don't want to know it ahead of time, but, you know, I feel like I really come off as being the dumber one on the show when I can't answer his question. I don't think that's the way you come off. <laughs> that's just how I am. <laughs> oh, oh. T'Challa says you come off like a Band-Aid. Oh, my gosh. Why does your son hate me so much? <laughs> I just thought about jokes. I, <laughs> I just make it too easy. Yeah, I was going to say, you walked super. into it. Yeah, yeah, that, that is true. I did. I did. So, yeah, your homework is a social dilemma. Barry, you also oh. have homework of watching at least one episode of I'm Sorry. Okay. Next week is Halloween. It is. So yeah. are we doing it on our traditional day, or are we going to do it like a day early or a day late or what? Um let's n not when does when it does it fall this year so I, yeah next saturday is halloween oh we can yeah we could totally record on saturday because of when we when we record you know nothing exactly. really has happened at that point but so i'm supposed to go over T'Challa's to my are or anything yeah do i i don't know what t'challa's plans are yet i don't know if he'll be here on halloween or oh, he better be on halloween or <laughs> Because, yeah, I'm supposed to be going over to my brother and sister's house, and my um, niece will be there. And she said we're apparently, like, camping out in the living room and stuff, building a tent oh. in the living room. And, and I'm like, okay. I guess. I mean, but it's like, dude, you're, like, 11, 12. Why is this still cool? <laughs> so, oh, I don't cool. know. That's cool when you're 40. <laughs> I guess. Because she's like, oh, are you going to sleep over? And I'm like, 
you know, I call her now Junior because my, you know, nickname is Kool-Aid and she's, her real name is, her, her real nickname is Cool Kid, but it's really just Junior because despite me not raising this child, she is very much like me in some, <laughs> in all the things that annoy the hell out of people way. She is, <laughs> she is my twin. And so I just call her Junior. And so when she's like, oh, are you going to sleep over? I said, sweetheart, I'm like 40 and me sleeping over is not as simple as me just you know, crashing on a couch. I have a CPAP machine and no, no. I was like, I love you, but not that much. So you can go one night without it, right? No, I actually can't. Like I, I, I've psychologically psyched myself out so bad that if I ever have to sleep without it, I just at some point stop breathing because I think I've told myself that I absolutely need it. It's, it is like a drug. So no, I think my sleep apnea is, is, um, such that I, I have to have it. Did you hear T'Challa? No, because I was talking. <laughs> for, someone, for someone who's accusing people about addiction, you sure are addicted to a lot of things. But I need it. I, I need it. I need my medication daily. I need all this stuff. <laughs> words of every crackhead ever. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. You've got your nickname for me, crackhead. So, um, so <laughs> I think we're cool with that. All right, so we'll be back next week for a Halloween special. Yes. And can you, like, find some, like, scary music and stuff and use it on the episode? Oh, uh, sure, I guess. That'd be cool. Okay. Yeah, I can do that. That'd be scary, scary. yeah. Yes. That's your excuse, I know. Yeah. You really just want to psych her out. Yeah. <laughs> I do think at some point we should do that thing. We talked about it briefly because uh, where we'll do an episode um, where we watch a movie together. Oh, like the whole whatever th mystery science three thousand or whatever that. Well, thing yeah, is. well, or, yeah, or even if we're not cracking jokes all during it, you know, we'll it'll spark, spark conversation or like what the hell's happening or whatever, you know, and. I think probably. Yeah, and then when you uh, upload it, you know, you tell people what movie we watch, right? Mm -hmm. Countdown so that if they want to watch it with us, you know, it'll be like three, two, one, play, right? Why? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it'd be interesting. We could. Yeah, we can do a live stream. Our the 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 service that we use now has live streaming capabilities, yeah. and it's not like I ever go back and really edit the shows. So I suppose you know we're unedited, unfiltered anyway. So we could totally do a live show at some point. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I'd want to see the fact that like nobody's listening or whatever, but yeah, I think there is. We should just do it and then upload it. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what I do with the show too. So. Yeah. But, but yeah, if you for Halloween, we wouldn't do a live stream. It'd be a dead stream. Yes, that would be true. That that would be very much true. Yeah, that would be interesting though if we could do a live show. Um, it could be like, in my opinion, I think that if we're going to be doing a movie, we have to have some way for listeners to actually view the movie with it. Oh, uh, that that might bring up copyright. Yes, that would be. Okay, so never yeah. mind then. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to go to jail I, for I it. I still yeah. want to say, I still, I still think that the experience would not be as good. Yeah. But um, I know there, a few years ago, there was a podcaster that I used to listen to, and I didn't listen to any of it, but she did a 72-hour long live stream. Holy crap. Um, and what she did was she, she got people to sponsor her. It was for to raise money for some charity. 
And, you know, it's like, hey, if I stay, manage to stay on for five hours, you know, what will you donate? You know, that kind and of That's stuff. really cool. But I mean, I don't think anyone would pay us money to do this. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so. the, the point was, there, she was raising money for something, not just, you know, will you pay us to do the show? Um, mm-hmm. Well, I mean, at this point, uh, the show costs. A little brain mushy. <laughs> the show costs i'm the only one the show costs money to like this year when the the renewal came up for the subscription i just didn't even bother to you know say oh barry where's my house so i'm the one paying for the show last year last year but i was like you know you're going through a lot this year and i didn't want to like bug you so i just paid for it but uh, so i'm like you know yeah the show it's not expensive but i'm paying for the show <laughs> I think you just wanted to pay for it this year so you could say. Yes, absolutely. Because, well, I pay for our domain and all that stuff. I've always kept it up. Right. So, I mean, you know, I don't get to write it off on my taxes. It's because I love doing the show, Barry. I love you so much. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's true. T'Challa's laughing, but uh, <laughs> like therapy for you. It is. It absolutely is. Because, like, usually I'm really dreading doing the show. Like, again, when you texted me about it, I was like, this is so freaking inconvenient. I'm watching TV. And then I get on the show and it's like, oh, yeah, I guess I guess this is cool. Yeah. Talking to people. Yeah. It's, a, it's not that bad. But, you know, I like to only do that and like, in, like, just it has to be for a finite period of time and then I'm done. Yeah. I've used up my units of energy on this. And like for the rest of the day, I don't want to talk to anybody. <laughs> well, I mean, it's true. It totally yeah, is yeah. true. The next four hours, T'Challa and I aren't going to say anything to each other. We're just grunt. Right. I mean, you've used up your words for the day. I mean, yeah. I go in the kitchen, hold up a bag of chips. <laughs> 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 well, I will say that I do glance at the stats I each each week. Something for everyone, but it's de- it's definitely something we do. Yeah. <laughs> Revert, revert to like animalistic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we don't, 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 hey, don't want to turn the toy on. She really liked that. Oh my gosh. Really? Oh, wow. So I will say that in the stats, there is, there is someone who listens to us every single week from California. And I don't know. I think I'm just being stupid where I'm like, well, you know, maybe that person is connected to like the industry and, you know, maybe they'll like contact us at some point and tell us how awesome we are. <laughs> the, the industry. <laughs> Hollywood, baby. Well, yeah, the industry. That's what California is known for. I mean, Atlanta is starting to be known for that, but, you know. Shout out to whoever it is that does that. Yeah. Yes, whoever is listening to us in California, you are awesome. (laughs) You make my day. You make my week, so... And I, people do still download like older episodes, which is interesting. I know we talked about like putting a paywall around it, but I'm just like, you know, I'll yeah. take any listener at this point. So. Yeah, okay. I can't see the paywall really work. <laughs> that's true. That is very, that's very true. Hey, you want to hear us talk about Obama running for president? Hey. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, when you think back to what has happened since we started the show, I mean, I've not listened back to any of the old episodes. I think it's still that whole, like, if I start doing stuff that involves my you know, prior time at the library, I start to get really, really depressed. Um, but I do sometimes chuckle at, like, when I look back at the titles that come up, 
because you know we've always done something creative with the title of each show um right. so i'll you know read the snippets or whatever for the description and it's like oh yeah mm. what do you say the child said today's episode should be existential crisis okay all right i like, well, I like existentialism existentialism but wait just something along this line hmm we're kind of just talking about the world here, you know? Yeah, I figured she'd work in something about that social thing. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, oh, so okay. you said existentialism? Mm -hmm. Existentialism. Okay. Um, yeah, because the way I do, since we came back, I think, um, so all of our, like, what, 2014 forward, 2015, 16, I forgot when we started back. But yeah, usually what I do is like, I'll have the first part of it be related to you and then I'll do the colon and then something that relates to me. Or if like you, it, if that day you were really, really like, like you had a lot of really cool stuff to talk about, then I'll take one of what would have been your title and claim it as mine. So, oh, gotcha. so yeah, yeah. But I, I do, I'm gonna use the, the existentialism as part of the title then. All right. Have we already logged off the show? No. <laughs> I feel like we moved into like post show talking. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Post show is happening right now on the show. Conversations that happen when they get sidetracked, like after the show. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's something like bad interesting. But I mean, oh, it's like the show. It's nothing bad interesting. Not necessarily. Nine times out of ten, we're like, oh crap, we should have mentioned this on the show. But yeah, um, I mean. A lot of times I, the after show is when we talk about the things we've agreed not to talk about on the show. That's that's true too. Yeah. Yep. So, um, now, there, and, there, there should just be a bloopers episode. <laughs> just talk about the stuff we don't normally talk about on the show. Oof. Um, yeah, we used to talk about funny things before the show, which is why she just started recording as soon as she comes on now. Yes. Yeah, that, that actually is why, because before we used to like prep and it was like, okay, here, you know, like I tell them don't talk so I can have that dead silence on the, on the track so that I knew where to start it. And now it's just like, yeah, because it's always funny that when I arrive, there's so much going on in the background with you guys. So I think it, it kind of helps make the show. Because, you know, obviously people really only listen for Barry and T'Challa. I'm just here for, you know, comic relief. Well, and someday, someday, since I'm the oldest, you know, it'll be uh, in the stacks with, you know, Latoya and T'Challa. Yeah. I think her name should come first at that point. Just at that point, yeah. yeah. But. Yeah. All right. So in like just a few now, seconds, we'll, 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 you'll have to like bring in your um, unpaid intern, which I guess will be. Uh, My niece. Yeah, I guess your niece. Yep. Eventually, the show will be the two of them. <laughs> In the stacks with uh, T'Challa and Beyonce. Yes. <laughs> yeah. She does not like, like, she decided she does not like that that is her nickname. I said, well, your dad told us to use that. And she's like, I want it to be Lisa. And I'm like, I, I can't change it now. I'm just so used to calling you Beyonce on the show. Cool. Um, but yeah, you know, since she's just absolutely obsessed with Blackpink, you know, she wants so, to be so Lisa. Be Lisa, because that's one of my nicknames. <laughs> okay. I really like it. Well, I know because it's her favorite too. So, so yeah, I'm like, no, Lisa just seems like too. It's too normal. 
into it, is this something I should be ashamed of? Like, <laughs> should I be ashamed of him? <laughs> Did you hear him? No, I just heard, should I be ashamed? And that was, yeah, yeah. She was at, He's asking you, should he be ashamed of my interest in uh, Blackpink and Lisa? No, I mean, that is your father. Your father has always been really creepy. And um, yeah, no, it's normal for him. <laughs> so the funny thing about Blackpink is if you go online and look for videos, they, there are fans out there who have all of their, their whole concerts, but they'll be focused on their favorite member. Of course. So like I sometimes I'll go in and watch like some boy band going on. Yeah, so sometimes I'll go in and watch like the live performance of Kill This Love Lisa. Oh my gosh. And you and the camera like follows her around, you know, and it's like the other three you occasionally see them like <laughs> Yeah, it's like they don't exist. They're just background yeah, filler. <laughs> and, uh, and so sometimes I'll I'll watch the Lisa editions. So. Oh, the fact that well, I mean, again, I'm not even surprised by this. This, I, I mean, if this wasn't happening, crazy. I'd be concerned. <laughs> it's not like I'm watching it with like I don't know some baby lotion next to me. I mean, I'm just watching. I, I wouldn't put that past you either. So you know, <laughs> just, just so yeah. It. Well, if you didn't, if you did not do these things, then I'd be concerned. So. Cause I'm like, I know this is your thing and you know, whatever. It's kind of creepy, but whatever. I'm used to it. So it's not creepy to me anymore. Um, but I can understand. Cause I mean, again, Beyonce has asked me, why is he into Blackpink? I was like, sweetheart. I, I mean, I just, there's not a PG version of why. No. That I could say. <laughs> I like their music. I like their music. Yeah. It just like, Lisa's my favorite, not because um, I think she's necessarily the most talented one. Um, I think she's the best dancer. I love watching her dance, and she smiles when she dances. Oh my god! Um, which I, I just really I like. <laughs> What's that? Why yeah. is that creepy? He's like your dad's like Peter Pan. It's like because I mean it's like these these people get younger, and your dad is obviously getting older. And yeah, I mean it is kind of creepy that you're into Blackpink, but. I mean, I need for you to be into these types of stuff because otherwise I would be so far detached from reality. I wouldn't know anything. So. Yeah, it's like a stalker creepy. It's really stalker creepy. I, yeah, like, yeah. I don't know the girl's address or anything. Not yet. I mean, you know. That's a lie. No. No. I, I just, I, I find her entertaining. Spiraling off into this direction. I don't know. Y'all think that y'all act like I'm creepy and I'm just a fan. You're not, you're not really that creepy, yeah. but I mean, I, the, sometimes the, you can be creepy. The thing is, though, y'all focus on like Blackpink, but really I could tell you in, a, in just as much detail about all the members of KISS because I've learned that now, right? I could tell you intimate details about every person that Robbie Williams has had uh, dates with, right? That's just the kind yeah. of fan I am. I tend to become obsessive yeah, but maybe that's the smokescreen. Like, you do that because you're like, oh, I need to have some sort of, like, you know, I need to like people of my own age group to cover up the fact that you're also, like, a pedophile. No. I'm no, no, hey. <laughs> everybody in Blackpink is in their 20s. Thank you. Yeah, but still, it's, like, so, oh. I don't, I don't think that's you. I think, I think it's more of a stalker. <laughs> well, hang on. How old are you again, Barry? I'll be 48 next month. So you divide that by two. Right, which would be 24. Okay, and then you add seven. 
It would be 31. So yeah, they're not 31. But I'm not looking to have this <laughs> them. Okay, whatever. I'm, li I'm listening to their music. <laughs> he is. But again, he helps me not be quite as old as I really am. So, <laughs> I mean, I, like most of, a lot of my music library, the newer stuff is attributed to your father because I, I would not know ma many of these people <laughs> if it wasn't for him. Yeah. So, yeah. yes, thank you for that. I get some new music from Spotify because they recommend new music for me. And see, I'm like, I'm not even interested. Like, I, on my, on Apple Music, they have that where it's like, you know, once a week they have new music that they think I might like. And I actually don't usually listen to that playlist. Yeah, I just listen to my favorites and, you know, chill mix and get up mix. But that's all stuff from my library. So. Yeah. See, every Monday I listen to the, their, their 30 songs they think I will like. And they're not all brand new music. Sometimes they're old songs. Mm-hmm. I just don't already have in my playlist, but they think I will like them. Um, and so I listen to that first every Monday. And uh, that's where I get a lot of my new music from. Yeah, like I said, I don't even pay attention to the new music stuff. I mean, I think it's because I've always just depended on you to like when something really that you're really into that you think I'm going to like, you push it on me. And then when I get around to it, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah okay. And then, you know, that's how I work. <laughs> it's funny, one of my students the other day He's a, he's a black kid. I wouldn't have expected him to, but he was just. And aren't most of them black kids? Yes, but. So uh, why does it matter if you? You'll see why I mentioned that. Um, I was talking about you know, you know, music I like, and I said you know I don't really care what other people think of it. I like the music I like. You know. Mm -hmm. He says he says yeah I really like um, this girl named Ava Max. Oh. I said, Ava Max. <laughs> I said I am so down with that. You know, and I was like name. Did you really say I'm so down with that? Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, that just yeah. dates you. No, no. Hey, I, I, I am fine with who I am. I'm so down with that. I was talking about my favorite songs and all that stuff. Oh my gosh. And um, Why? yeah, because I like that. I'm and so down with that. Love Ava Max now, right? Yeah, I love Ava Max. Yeah. See. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you were the one to tell me about her, and yeah, I love her. <laughs> Hell, I don't know. Why is it that every conversation I'm involved in spirals down these weird paths that it goes from like talking about, I don't know, pears to discussing whale biology? <laughs> that's where, that's where the show goes every time. This happens to me anytime I have a conversation with anyone. Oh. Hmm. Maybe. Only to me. Other people's conversations, I think it's something I do. Yeah, maybe you spark interesting conversations. That's it. You do. Yeah. I, I mean, that. you do. Like when I write the description for the show, it usually talks about how awesome you are and how clueless we are. So, yeah. Yeah, she did complain last week when you weren't here. So. Huh. But I did mention, I think, in the description that T'Challa wasn't here. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you're you're missed when you're not here. It's kind of weird because I think the show was just like we were like really working hard at getting to time on that one. Because yeah, usually well, you're a shorter episode than usual. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we need to tell on the show. Yeah, I, I, I'm still I'm still kind of annoyed that you you refer to me as a pedophile. They're in their twenties. But again, it doesn't pass the rule, the half plus seven. So, yeah, that, yes. That's to date them. 
<laughs> whatever. I remember back in the day, you were like all into the whole, what was it, that that tracker thing where the once the Olsen twins hit legal age or something? So oh, yeah, but I thought that was funny, but I didn't, I never was into the Olsen twins. Mm-hmm, okay. Like those little like weird elves. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And, and the sad thing is T'Challa probably doesn't even know who the Olsen twins are. I really don't. Yeah, oh my gosh. I feel so old. So, so old. I feel like Kel. Yeah. Kel's a lot older now than he used to be, too. I know. That's so crazy. Oh. The bad thing, though, about when you get off social media is I bet I know a lot more about Kel right now than you do just from our Facebook interaction. Yeah, you'll, I mean, you'll know a lot more about people in general, but I mean, you already know how I feel about knowing about people. I really just don't care about people. I mean, you know, for the most part. So, so I mean, it, it wouldn't change anything. I would just have less access to people that I do not care about. Uh, so, uh, T'Challa says he feels offended. He is people. But I mean, we're on a show together and I clearly like his company. So I'd make the effort to be on the show. I don't need to be on a social media. Mm. You know, because we're making real human connections, even though we're not in the same space when we record the show. <laughs> but you know what I mean? We're, we're using our voices. It's not just the words. You can't hide behind the, just the, the cold words on the screen. We can hear inflection. And then you can tell me about what his face is saying, you know? So, so yeah, I mean, I like it this way. And it's, it's safe. Again, we're not in the same space, so I can't get COVID from him. Um, Although if he gets it somehow, I will manage to get it too. Uh, <laughs> so. Somehow, yeah. Well, you yeah, know, my brother crazy. loves to say I'm a hy- hypochondriac, so. Yeah, I, I have texted her before that I was getting sick, and she will be like, you know, in the hospital the next day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she she can catch anything. Yes, I mean, fortunately, I I have not caught STDs, but yes, I can catch most of mostly everything. We were all wondering. <laughs> good yes 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 <laughs> yeah not yet yeah even even she wanted to make that clear yeah. yes that, that exactly i'm so grateful despite my you know crazy 20s what happened in my 20s that that did not happen so Although it's funny when I think about my crazy 20s and I'm like, my, my number is still far less than most people. Well, actually, so. you have yeah. yeah, definitely. I mean, I agree with you. So my husband is very kids. apologetic about it, but I'm like, you know what? I just have to live with this. All the kids at school, you know, they call it a body count. But it's just, what's your number? A body yeah. count? That sounds like how many people have you killed? Yeah, exactly. But it's like, how many bodies do you have? That's what they always Ew. ask. That that's so weird to me. Yeah. This generation, jeez. What is your body count? That no, I don't like that at all. I, that makes me feel uncomfortable. That's Seeing uh, saying what's your number is nicer. That that's your body count. Your your KD is how many people you've killed. It's your kill to death ratio. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> How many times have you killed someone and how many times have you died? If you're if you're good, your your D is gonna be at zero. If it's if it's higher than zero, that should be concerning. 
Although I will say that maybe like maybe there's something deeper to the whole body count thing because theoretically, you know, you could get AIDS from hooking up with people. And so that would be a body count. So, you know, maybe that's it. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I'm still better or just more comfortable with what's your number. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, th I think they're both acceptable ways, I guess. No, body count is not an acceptable way. How many people have, have you passed on your STD to? That's what I think about. You know, like if you say body count, I mean, outside of the how many people have you killed. I've never passed but, any STDs on to anyone. Oh, I mean, how many you've gotten from people? I mean, I've, I've never gotten an STD either. Okay. That's so weird. Really? Yeah. Why is that a surprise to you? <laughs> Because you're a hoe. <laughs> I don't think you've gotten any to my knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now, I, would, I, would, I would agree my body count is probably larger than your body count. Oh, most definitely. I've never had an STD. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's what, that's what I told my husband, too. Like, he's never told me his number. And he's like, oh, it's not that big a deal. Partly, I don't know if he remembers his number. But, you know, I'm like, yeah, you were a hoe in your 20s. And I said, you know, unfortunately for me, when we got together, because I met him when I was 29, you know, I said, I already did not have a high, you know, a high number. And so he'd already, you know, done his thing. And he's, you know, on the flip side of it now. So... <laughs> I was like, yeah, I mean, my, my body count is literally can fit in my hand because that is the number of people. And I still feel like that's too many for me. So, you know, it's yeah. kind of like that whole, you know, still being part of that Christian thing where it's like, oh, you weren't, you're only really supposed to have one and, you know, that kind of thing. Man, that Christianity thing still fucks with my head. So, yeah. Uh, T'Challa says his is uh, still zero. And that's what it should be. Yeah. Yep. For as long as you can have that. I mean, don't like be a 40 year old virgin kind of thing, but you know, you can wait for all that other stuff. I mean, it comes with so much baggage. Yeah. 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 Especially for the, well, I mean, for both sides, but like, you know, girls can really, yeah, you just need to, to be safe and, keep that number at zero for a good while okay, okay. all right so uh, i think we're gonna finally log off yeah <laughs> i'm gonna call the ep episode existentialism body count existentialist abstinence Existential crisis. <laughs> <laughs> i like it no that's the title of every episode Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Talk to you next week. Well, yeah. Let's hope so, because this the runtime on this one's just shy of two hours. So. Really? Yes, we're at one hour and forty-five minutes. Time. So yeah, until next time. All right. Time flies when you're having fun. Sure. That. Yeah. Okay. What does T'Challa have to say? Are you gonna sign us off, T'Challa? Um, you act like we never ask you this. <laughs> True. So that's part of your homework, too, is that you also have to know what you're going to say to close out the show. 
And he has to have a topic before I ask him what's the topic. <laughs> right. Yes. Those two things. That is, those are your only responsibilities for being on the show. Because when you're on the show, you can just be the cool you that you are. But we need those two things. <laughs> and look, look, just blow off some homework or <laughs> come up with some stuff for the show. All right. Yes. <laughs> We're still waiting. <laughs> Peace out, motherfuckers. There you go. All right. All right. Bye. Bye.